fan, not a fan podcast. My name is Cameron Hawkins of SouthCongress.com. Uh, it's going to be Seahawk on Twitter, so you can follow me on Twitter. Same follow on uh, Instagram. Joined by uh, Travis Bryant. Travis, say hi to the people. What's happening, everybody? Great to be here. Fan, not a fan. I'm not sure who's the not a fan here. We're both fans of Flash, but... Yeah, so even with that, fan, not a fan was just kind of me having familiarity with the show beforehand and you being like, this is something that's on, so I'll take a look. Because we've talked about it before. You don't really follow you know, comics super close. You know about them. You know, general idea of the characters. Yeah, no, it's a very casual thing. It's it's a because they're popular in the culture, I know who, who they are. And I did watch the Flash series in the 1991 when I was Ten years old, so. Um, but just having an idea of knowing who comics. I don't know the, the really small people and the side characters, but the the mainstream, big name characters. I am very familiar with their stories and backstories. So what I wanted to do, kind of first off, is always an interesting story, and I don't know if I've ever said the whole thing, but it's you know, memory's not photographic, but I know kind of how it works. So. Way, way back when I first finished college, what, 2009, I guess, okay, so I finished college, get a job soon after, move out, you know, get my own place, it's like me and my girl, that doesn't work out, we break up, so I'm just kind of around, I moved to basically the other side of town from, like, all of my friends, so, like, nobody's up there to hang out with, so I'm always on the internet, always trying to find something to do, so I come across, like, Pro Wrestling Torch, and I want to say it's after... A pay-per-view, looking up some information, or trying to find a raw review, something like that. And I see they have this show called the... It was East Coast Audio Show back then, right? Yeah. So I'm reading the description, because I think when you're not a VIP member, you can still see the description. So I'm reading it, and I'm like, this looks interesting to me. Some guys talking about wrestling. So I subscribe, and I listen to the show, and then I'm like, oh, it's like... Guys like me, just regular guys, just talking about wrestling and shooting the shit and talking about what's going on in their lives. So I'm hooked, like, right then. So then I jump into, I guess, the forum. And I don't know if it was you or Dre who got on me, like, you're just here because you, cause you want to be cool with us or something like that. So, you know, I'm listening to the show every week. You know, I get cool with you, get cool with Dre. We, you know, talk on the phone. And then I'm meeting guys you know, like, outside of the state like in miami i'm meeting guys and then you know we all meet up in uh i guess the first time it was new york then right well then we all met yeah you you and josh and shy that was in miami, miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah right and that kind of you know kind of solidified one kind of you know faction of what would turn out to be the you know the whole kind of crew and, and i think that was important that you three got to kind of check each other out. Kind of, oh, yeah, you're the guy from the board. And you're the uh-huh. other guy. All right, okay. Hey, that's all right. We're here. Let's, uh, you know, not huge pals, but that was, you know, that was the beginning and that was important, even though it wasn't, you know, even though it was three guys that weren't even, it was just three guys, fans of the show. And that's, that's crazy that to me that somebody, because I'm, I've been on that other side where I've met people because I was fans of something or because we were both fans of something. But the fact that I, that three completely separate people are now friends 
because of me or because they like something I do, I should say. That was, uh, and still is, pretty pretty cool. And, and yeah, and we just, uh, you know, being, gosh, when was that? Was that 2012, I want to say, where we all met up? Actually, it was... Uh, not, yeah, it was we all got together in New York. Well, 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 when I met Josh and uh, Josh and Shahid, I think it was 2012. And I just say that, that to say now, like the four of us talk every day. Sometimes the yeah. whole day, every day. So yeah, it, yeah, you know, it works out like that. So when I say, uh, and we talked about that fan, not a fan. And you remember, you remember pilot for a pilot. Of course, yeah, it was your idea. Of course, you remember it. So, it was what came first? Was it Daredevil or was it Twelve Monkeys that came first? I think it was Twelve Monkeys. Well, Twelve Monkeys came out started in January, and Daredevil got released. Yeah, May. because you were saying I think Daredevil was actually day after Valentine's Day, which is always a recharge day, but that's good. But no, really you um, came out yeah, I think no, it was, no, no, I think it was February fifteenth. No. Correct. Okay. I think it's no. Nah, I couldn't have been that long, right? Yeah, I'm probably off on that. Something yeah. was that day, but yeah. But Twelve Monkeys definitely came first, and you were watching. You're like, y'all gotta watch Twelve Monkeys. Y'all gotta watch watch Twelve Monkeys. I was like, no, no, I really don't. Just don't have to watch it. And then right, um, nobody, everybody pretty much had that opinion. Uh-huh. Gosh, and then he, nobody that I knew was like, oh yeah, I'm gonna jump on this. Dre downloaded them all, and and he, you know, but he's so out of the loop. Yeah. And not doing the show. Nobody even knew Drake. <laughs> yeah, like I've seen, I've seen them all. Nobody. <laughs> and then, like the thing with Daredevil, there's really, other than it being really good, there's no reason for us to talk about it. Like it's been talked about to death because it was that good, you know. Yeah. And you, it really was. you, know, you started it, and you were like, "This is, this is great. This is great," because it was great. And then you're like, "Well, I watched that. Now you got to watch this other show." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then April you know, 10th. Just April, started there, 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 just, and I just wanted you to watch the, just the pilot, the 12 Monkeys pilot. I was like, after, he'll watch the pilot. He's going to want to know what happened after that. And he'll, go that. he'll go back. So I, was, I watched three, four Daredevil episodes, and then I never heard from Cam on that 12 Monkeys. I'm officially half a friend then. Because like I said, I'm at the point where, like, I don't know the second time she sees him or when she sees him, like, in the future when he said he was going to show up. I'm there. So, you know, there's there's progress being made. It's a thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch it, you know, at some point. Yeah. It was funny though. It's the thing about the how it works now. You can. It's not like if this was ten years ago, five years ago, unless you were going to go. I got downloaded this stuff so ten years ago. You know, it'd be like, hey, you missed it. You better wait till the reruns and watch it systematically this summer. If they even put it in order and all that, you know. But now it'll be on demand. I have them still saved up on the TiVo. I got them on Amazon Prime, Hulu, whatever your platform. You can whatever you want start at wherever you are, pretty much. Oh, I'm at the barbershop. Let me watch that first episode. Yeah. Talk about people on the tablet on my phone. And I think we keep saying, and we haven't started from the beginning because the other half. 
she swears she doesn't remember what happened. But I think this summer is probably going to be Game of Thrones. Like, start to, what is it, season five now? Yeah. I think, because really, all the stuff we've wanted to see, like, we have Arrow backed up. But other than that, I think this is the one to catch up on. So, yeah, we'll get there. See, that's tougher having to, you know, if you're syncing it up with another person's schedule. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, no, you can't watch. We're supposed to watch together. Uh-huh. Which is why I'm like an episode behind on Love and Hip Hop, but that's, you know, neither here nor there. The uh, So so you watched all of Daredevil. Love Daredevil. Everybody loves Daredevil. Um, that's not the same show as The Flash. But there are some real parallels to make me appreciate both shows and really make me like Flash for being able to do some of the same things with a lot tighter schedule. Like, they can't do what they want to do. They can't go 60 straight minutes through an episode and just let everything flow. Like, there's, they got more masters to serve on that show than they do on Daredevil. Because right, and they obviously have the standards of, of, of uh, you know, profanity and, 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 and the sex and the violence. They can, they can only go so far. Uh-huh. And Daredevil can go as far as they want. Yeah. No, no, no limits on what they can do. But I, even on Flash, like more people have already died than I ever thought would die on season one of a CW show. Like they, they're really getting people out of there. And they, and all those deaths were used to forward, to forward the story. They weren't, oh, that guy just died and just for a shocking death. We talked about it a few weeks ago, I think. And one of the things that you like. And I think it's being, you know, not a huge fan of comics. You like Villain of the Week. Like, you're a big fan of that. Yeah, like, I, I like the formula. I, I watched Smallville all eight, nine, ten seasons, whatever. I was a huge small, Smallville fan from the beginning. And that's why when Daredevil, everybody was so hyped about Daredevil. And I'm hearing the comments about this guy's head, you know, chopping heads off or and, and just all kinds of gruesome stuff, and I'm like, okay, I'm sure it's it's cool, but I don't like my superhero movies that, that dark. Uh-huh. I like them. Teens filled with angst and bright colors and coffee shops and uh, love triangles and that kind of stuff. Um, so I, again, with the small bill, and then Flash was like that. You're, uh-huh. you're villain of the, of the week, you're villain of the month, you're villain of the season, that uh-huh. kind of formula. And here's the thing, that I really appreciated about it. I don't, and we'll get into it a bit more into detail. I'm not super fond of Flash's villains because they're all kind of corny. Yeah. Like they, that, that's what they are. But like on the flip side, Reverse Flash is one of the few like villains in literature that pisses me off. You know what I mean? Like he's that bad. They went so long uh, with Flash's villains being, you know, fluffy, for lack of a better way of saying it. And he's just the dirt worst. And so me knowing right there in that first episode who it was and that that was going to be the guy he was, you know, chasing. You know, hate to use that word, but the guy he was chasing the entire time, like that had me drawn in from the beginning. Because I, you know, being a comics fan, like, you know... 
the story that they're telling right there from the jump, and, and it was fun to follow. You get an idea as a non-fan, you kind of, you know, the long shots, the longing looks, you know, episode to episode, you uh, start getting an idea. This guy, something with him, it's just a matter of figuring out what and, and how. You know, you know, like, hmm, I think, or you're watching out for the swerve. Like, okay, maybe they're setting me up to think that this guy is the ultimate villain and then somehow it's not. And they managed with, with this show to do both because Wells, Harrison Wells, the person born Harrison Wells, was a decent person, a good scientist, a moral, ethical person. Um so you got your, you, you know, you were able to kind of have this this double, you know, and have your cake, they had their cake and ate it too, where they had Wells kind of be a villain, but not a villain, and then this ultimate Ebar Dawn guy. Uh, but again, that's you didn't find out about that till you know you're in your teens, and as far as episodes go. Uh-huh. So as a not as as a not as not as the not a fan, it was uh, it was a different ride. And I think they they did a few things that even if you're someone who follows, not necessarily a swerve, but but it did keep you on your toes. Like when he's looking at you know future newspapers, your mind goes to, I know Reverse Flash is from the future. That's who it is. But then even when they did kind of the thing with them being trapped together in the same room. Then you're like, what's going on? Like they they, they did some pretty good things. It, it wasn't a thing where flash and reverse flash. Well, no, reverse flash and Wells, when, when they're together like in a force field, and reverse flash is beating up camera. Wells. That's right. You know, like it's trick. Yeah, so no, they did. It's just good storytelling. Like they really did some things where even though there was a formula to it, they did enough to where you had to watch to see exactly who was who and where alliances stood. So you know, it was good. One thing I really like, and I talked a little bit about fan service, but they did a great job of building up like Central City. Central City is, even though it's a big, colorful set, like it's a living, breathing thing. People care about what's going on, you know? It's, in Arrow, it's a bit more focused on, this is Oliver Queen, this is Oliver Queen's Here, family. I'm sorry? There's that Star City. Star, right? Starling City, yeah. Well, Star City now, yeah, Starling. yeah. But yeah, it's... um. Well, it's it's the thing where it's it's Starling City, but then Adam wants it to be Star City's proposing. It's, it, it's, there's politics and stuff, but yeah. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll stick with Starling City. So that's more... This is Oliver Queen. This is his family. This is how his family and other rich people affect this city. All right. But in, you know, in Central City, of course, we have, you know, our big catastrophe. All right. We have what the particle accelerator blowing up and, you know, it's affecting some people. But for the most part, like even though it was a disaster, most people don't know the ramifications of it. So they're kind of going about their lives. And then the yeah, way cause it's not it's not bodies. Like, I mean, sure, there were, you know, deaths and, and bad injuries. But the extent of it was internal and dormant for a lot of people uh-huh. um, and personal. So it wasn't 
he didn't go out in the street. And then, yeah, sure, again, you picked up the the, the bodies and injured injured that was there, but everything it was like, oh, there's so much more laying underneath, uh, literally underneath the surface and at a molecular level that people just can't see. So they kind of moved on. They said, oh, that was terrible. These number of people died and got hurt, and they went from there with their with their outrage, not knowing they were in. They weren't even halfway there. I think what was really interesting to me, and this is during, I want to say the first time Arrow showed up on Flash, was, you know, they're chasing bad guys together. And Cisco kind of drops the line, you know, when, and it actually might have been on the other show, but he drops the line, you know, us chasing supervillains out here, you know, it's it's almost lighthearted because it's people with powers and it's not super personal. But you guys out here, you know, fighting regular people with no powers, with guns and swords and knives, like this makes it a lot more serious. And so I think one of the things on Flash, again, that makes it a bit of an easier watch is that you're not so much worried about, you know, Flash putting an arrow in a guy. You know, he's gonna subdue them and they'll be put away somewhere and everybody's better off for it you know there's not even though there's kind of the theme of you think you can just hold us here and you think that's legal it's not always life or death you know with flash as far as him fighting his enemies so you know they, they definitely took that approach of this being a bit more you know family friendly everybody can watch it you're not super worried about you know anybody having to turn their heads from from the action on screen too and again, and all the deaths that did occur were 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 useful deaths. Yeah. To put it like that. But they they all meant something, and it wasn't just gratuitous death. So I thought that was important for for the time to show that it is like everything that that happened that was a terrible thing moved the storyline and had and served a serious a serious purpose down to. Down to because they had to solve a few things. Like, well, you didn't know actually. I didn't the extent of their prison until the last two or three episodes. Like, uh-huh. Holy crap! Look at that underground. When remember when when the black chick that can teleport uh-huh. got out? And I'm like, whoa! They got whoa. Miles <laughs> like, and miles my, of like yeah. My mind goes to what's powering this? Yeah. You know, like how is this off the grid and not like. Uh, but so I was thinking before I saw that they don't have a limited amount of space. So that, that has to stay. They can solve that by, you know, killing a few of these people that they've captured over the, over the season mm-hmm. and down to the last episode or the last two episodes when, when, uh, when Evald, Evald killed the, or did the thing where he was the guy that can, uh, uh, shapeshift. Yeah. They also like, oh yeah, we got him now. And like, son of a bitch, he used that guy. Now he's dead. And that was a way to get that guy out of here. And then we actually don't have to worry about him. But he died serving a total purpose. Yeah. You know, and that was a huge storyline twist. And you thought, ooh, he thought you had that son of a bitch. <laughs> nope, he's on the roof somewhere. Yeah. Laughing at you because he's been watching y'all from. And, and then all that comes back like. You, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I thought it was a, it was kind of odd that they were able to just 
Oh, he's coming to check up. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a place he built. Yeah. With his hands. Like, he doesn't have that place all bugged and camped up. So, yeah, that made, it was like, oh, okay. But all in Barry's crib and his Iris's job. Yeah. And they, they did give of. the illusion of being able to move freely through the world, but he's, you know, super on top of everything. And again, when you and can... it's Like, yeah, he's 600 years older than all these people. Yeah. What's he going to catch? Oh, he knows about him? Because, I mean, even with that... Jump off a building you know, if you would get fooled by a bunch of idiots from 2014. <laughs> knowing what people's motivations are supposed to be, like, I'm sure, you know, again, he knows where you live before you do. You know, he knows who your friends are going to be. So, you know, you got to think he manipulated a whole lot of things, you know, in their lives up to that point, even to get them there. Travis, did you see like the original Spider-Man trilogy and then the newer Spider-Man movies? I saw the, the first one with uh, you know when he got when he got bit at the place. Uh, okay, so this is the Tobey Maguire, the original, right? I saw that one, and I think I saw oh, and I saw the the Doctor Octopus one. Okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The so first, these are the first the two. Uh huh. Goblin, and I saw the Goblin one, I saw the Dr. Octopus one, and I saw most of the one with the sand guy. Okay, so this is, so you saw the first, the, the original, it's weird to call it an original Spider-Man trilogy, but yeah, you right. saw that. Yeah, but all the ones with uh, Jamie Foxx, like a year ago, I saw a clip where <laughs> Jamie Foxx was a bad, a bad guy in a Spider-Man movie, they're like, yeah, where you been? <laughs> So, okay, I just bring it up to say this. Like, in the in the original Spider-Man movies, Tobey Maguire was a fantastic Peter Parker. He was really good at that character. He was not a great Spider-Man because he didn't have, like, that smart-ass comedic timing that Spider-Man has in the comics. Yeah. So, Andrew Garfield in the new movies was probably way too good-looking to be Peter Parker. But... When they had him in the costume and he's cracking jokes, he's perfect at it. So if they could have found a way to make those two guys one guy, then it's great. Barry Allen is the Flash, and the Flash is Barry Allen. Like the the kid playing him 
he's great at both parts. Like, I don't think he's lacking on either side. You know. You don't think he's. Le- you don't think he's. Because in that suit, he looks like I think he looks a bit. That's when he looks young. Oh, I agree. I he's agree. running around uh, and not not running, but when he stopped and at a normal pace, and you see that full body, you know, and he's not even even though the suit was cheesier and bright red and yellow in the '90s one with when his dad and this one was playing Flash, uh-huh. um, he just seemed like he just was a man. And maybe it's because, like you said earlier, he's just a young he's a young guy yeah. playing a young, even younger even younger guy. Uh, but in that suit, that's when I'm like, man, look at this skinny little guy. Yeah. No, so, I think yeah. e- even though it, he's still legit, and I don't yeah. take that. I'm not. It's not a, a knock. It's just I notice. Yeah, like, man, no, he was saying. Yeah, no, I think guy. with like in the original show, I think like looking back at those pictures, like Wesley Jonathan Ship was huge in that costume to the point where it's like, why is Flash so big? But even in the comics, like. Out of all of them, uh, Barry Allen's the big one, if there's a big one, you know what I mean? If there, if there's a guy in um, like in the Justice League that physically looks the size of Superman and Batman and Green Lantern and those guys, it's the Barry Allen Flash. The rest of them, like the Wally West and the Bart Allen, they, they're all a bit smaller and sleeker. And I think here that was... You know, a producer, director choice. Like, it's a casting choice to make him a bit smaller. I think it makes him a bit more relatable, especially with the guys that he's facing. Because even if an age, like, when he's a forensic scientist, so you can't be one of those until you're at least in your mid-20s. But he's, um, like, he's meant to be up against the world. Like, this is all supposed to be, you know, a big deal. Like, him overcoming these villains. I, I think that was a choice, but I hear what you're saying. He, he definitely has, hey, he, he's he, he's slimmer. He has a smaller figure, and then when you juxtapose him standing next to the Adam or him standing next to Arrow, like I feel like it's supposed to look like that, especially with his powers. You know, he's, yeah, uh, who's a who? Who those guys? I I don't really like. Sure, we'll get to them, and because they they're just dudes with guns, and it's like you gotta be kidding me that they're like the number one and see what's weird like I like them for that reason but I understand what you're saying yeah um explain to me you brought it up just a minute ago that I didn't know who Wally Wally Sparks or whoever that guy is Wally Wally Sparks um so no there are and I know Bart Allen because I watched Smallville and he yeah, because that's that's the incarnation they went with. Like a, yeah, and a homeless kid, <laughs> you know. Like, yeah, and yeah. so uh, you, with all the things, but yeah, uh, what's that? So you have, well, then you get into a whole conversation about Speed Force, but um, yeah, you, you just have multiple flashes. It, it's that thing where these guys are all a part of, not necessarily the same family, but kind of the same um. The same cosmic force kind of draws these guys together. You know, you have, and I told you, this is the thing I'm out about. You have, like, Jay Garrick, who's, like, World War One era Flash. And then you have, you know, Barry, who's this forensic scientist guy. And then in the comics, like, 
Wally is uh, what Iris and Barry's nephew by marriage. Okay, so he kind of had it was like a freak accident thing, but like chemicals hit him, and so that's how he got the powers. All right, and then like you said, you know Bart, like Bart is, you know, he's a bit different in that he didn't have like natural like growing up like he was like raised in a machine and there, there's things about him so yeah those are kind of like the key guys but, yeah i came across and i didn't remember i don't know if was, was in the 90s series abc series was he barry allen was that the barry allen that's barry allen yeah okay so i didn't remember that when i watched when i watched smallville so to me flash was part whatever part yeah barry allen and so when this one came up and I'm watching it, I'm like, who the hell, why is his name Barry? Because yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan part. I'm like, this ain't the real Flash, you know. Yeah, right, from the jump, right? Yeah. He's in three episodes or five episodes in the whole series of Smallville. And, like, I'm getting all up, my chest puffed out. Like, yeah, right. That's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. yeah. But then, um, really the one, because I didn't, read flash comics specifically since i was like it's funny i think the last one i bought was the debut of bart allen it's when they first had impulse like running on the cover it's the last one i got but in in the justice league cartoon that's wally west so whereas you know bart is or not bart i'm sorry where barry is almost super serious and super concerned about others and always wondering like what exactly can I do to make this work Wally's a goof and uh an attention you know whore and a glory hound and like, he's you know he's comic relief in a lot of cases so yeah they all kind of why do comics do that I don't understand <laughs> how you can have like eight versions of a I didn't understand it in Superman. Superman died, and then here comes a robot Superman, a black guy Superman, a teenage Superman. I'm like, what? How is this? What? And don't forget, Stunner Shade Superman was the fourth one. <laughs> but yeah. Stunner <laughs> Superman? Yeah, so man. cool guy finds his uh, Superman. So I don't... What is that? I don't get that. I understand updating the character. If you got a character that started in the 40s and he's still around, he's not going to be that guy in the, in the 90s and in the you know every decade or whatever. But changing names, completely new person, marriage by you don't get to call yourself the Flash just because some chemicals hit you and you're Iris West's nephew and you go fast too and be lightning bolt man or something. I don't I don't know, but. Or the impulse, Bart, Bart Allen. Yeah. You know, you know, whatever. But don't pour it in on the flash colors and logo. Like, why do writers and whoever does that do that? Yeah, and I mean, the thing with that was... It like a money grab. Like, oh, well, we can... Like with the Superman, well, we want to get guys who like robots, guys who like black guys, guys who like... Guys who like black guys, Guys yeah. who like Sunshades or whatever. I'm like, no, just make one character that everybody I don't know I don't know I don't yeah know. and that's well, that might be one of the things that keeps me away probably yeah. not but I don't know it's weird and it's funny where we're doing a whole thing here about Barry Allen Barry Allen died before I was born Travis and when I say that 
this is maybe not the start of it, but it's pretty early on. You know how comics now basically do big events that you hear about, like Marvel has their Civil War and their extension events, and then DC has like Infinite Crisis and stuff like that. So Crisis on Infinite Earths ends with Barry Allen dying to save everybody. All right, so like then you have Wally West taking up the mantle of Flash. Like that's when that happens. So okay, that yeah. I understand. Like okay, that, mm-hmm. you know a little bit more about the story. Yeah, that like totally. If a guy dies and, you, and you're somehow related to him and you got similar powers or the same powers, sure you can. That I understand. But just introducing like it seems like with Bart, like you said, that was the introduction of Bart. Like you say, just came out of nowhere, raising the machine, and now he's Bart Allen, also you know, aka Flash. Well, you got to think about how many, uh, don't we have, like, Mr. Wrestling number two and, like, 12 Vianos? So, you know, it happens. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. Let's talk about Iris. Iris West. And even from the jump, like, I'm thinking about, I'm a bit older now. I'm thinking about all these DC shows and, like, the female love interest. She might be the best looking one. And I mean that. Like, after in 1990? I thought, I, and, and, you, and you, the thing is, you know, in 1990, I'm five. I'm <laughs> right. Terry Hatcher. For 92, whatever that was, right. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm a real child at that point. But, like, I thought I thought Kristen Crook in Smallville was, you know, good looking. I thought she was super cute. Yeah. You know, in, um, in Arrow, and we'll kind of get to that, like, I think, uh, the girl who plays Canary is 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 super pretty. I think she's prettier now that I've seen her like play opposite Cisco, but that's like that's a different story. But yeah, I think Iris is just yeah, she jumps out at me. Like she really does. And, and a lot of that is probably whoa, they they went deep with this one. Like they gave Barry Allen an adoptive black family. I didn't see that coming. At all. Like that's not canon. <laughs> at all, you know. Um, but but no, you know, I mean, you're gonna have your 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 not traditionalists in a lot of different ways that are going to go. They're going to use the fact that that's not yeah. canon and all that to go. Oh, they're just being PC and yeah. twenty. You know, trying, like, well, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like yeah. that's how things happen. In, yeah. in, in today. And it's like, like gay I tell people, people exist. There's yeah. such, such and such people exist. So why not talk about them and have them a part of it? Like, why are you making a big deal out of it? And that's, I think that's another thing about Central City. Central City's so super positive and is so, you know, in favor of everybody. Like, there's never any dialogue that's funny about the police captain being gay. At all. You know? It just was a part of the... It was just like, yeah, me and my fiance were getting engaged, and he's uh, da, 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 da. and it was just like, did they just say, did they just like it's just a like no big deal? Oh, right. I guess it's no big deal. You just keep watching the rest of the show. They just put it in there, <laughs> you yeah. know? Like, wow, I'm glad they treated him like that. Yeah, and then even when he's in the hospital, like he's like, yeah, he's his fiance. So, and she's like, okay, like it wasn't. That's the closest they kind of got to maybe he won't get to see him. Because of the situation, but like, no, they just went right through it. But no, um, Arrow was kind of them skipping it. And when I say skipping it, you go back to Smallville. Um, 
it's always that I'm pining over this girl and she doesn't know I exist. Yeah. And then kind of the uh, like the Deus Ex Machina they had was like she has a kryptonite necklace, so he's always goofy around her. You know. Right, that's right. He was always stumbling and yeah, couldn't. Sick. Yeah, but whenever she came around, but with this one, it, it's they play it so differently. Like we we grow up together, where, and they that's never right. say it's weird, because it's I mean it's not because they you know, he has a family, he has a dad, he has a mom, they exist as people, um. But like yeah, they never make it weird that they're super close. It's always obvious he has these feelings for, her and she's you know living her own life so she's not maybe fully aware of them but i think as time goes on and i get older i'm kind of like come on come on you know come on yeah when you're around that 24 7 it's 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 okay because i understand the two i think there's two extremes like either you're just so used to him and he's always been like that because he's loved you since he's 12 years old Mm -hmm. you know so to you that Barry, or the other, where it's just you're just sticking your head in the sand because you you're you're a woman. You see how other guys look at you and act around you, and you don't you know notice any. Uh, you know, especially as the older you get. Okay, maybe not at twelve or fifteen or even eighteen. You're twenty six, whatever you're supposed to be in this show. Right. Come on, and that's when you're old. Come on, come on now. But but yeah, they I think I thought they did a decent enough job where they didn't they didn't. Uh, where it was absurd. It was a little normal at times, but it just wasn't totally absurd because there was some plausible deniability because he's just that kind of person. He's always been just a wide-eyed kind of puppy dog kind of kid. Now you, you still haven't seen Breaking Bad, right? I have not. I saw the first three or so episodes. Okay. But you're aware of, of his wife, Skylar, right? Yeah. And you're aware that for a long time people hated her, right? Yeah, I was just about to say, all I know about Skylar is people called her constantly. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she wasn't? Yeah, because, because yeah, but without getting too deep into that show, it got to the point where, like, it's like, what else can she do? It's not your fault, lady. He's a crazy person. It got that far. But kind of the thing with her was, would you just get out of his way so he can do what he needs to do? You know? I think the most interesting thing they did with Iris was, you know what? It's not okay for any of you to lie to me for my safety. Any of you. Because in a lot of cases, and I didn't realize this till till late, that's what a lot of dramas are built on. I can't tell you about this for your own benefit. Yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, and and me only watching, you know, snippets of Young and the Restless growing up when my mom was watching it. Like I wasn't aware like how much that was a thing. It's it's all white lies and misdirection, and you just always kind of feel she's never gonna be in the thick of everything. But I thought that was an interesting thing they did with her character. Like I'm pissed that all these people in my life feel like I can't take care of myself. No, I can't imagine. You can, and then you can imagine it's very relatable because you can go, man, imagine if everybody, everybody, or at least two or three main people in your life, kind of conspired to keep you ignorant of something or things, major life-changing things. 
so yeah, it would feel like, like you would be conflicted, like you know, screw that, screw that. But you'd also somewhere in there be like, maybe I am kind of, a, you know, can I? Maybe there's a point that I can't handle it, or am I immature, or whatever those you know, the secondary kind of personal feelings about yourself uh, come up that you can that you can uh, go with if they decide to, and in season two, because that's something that they can that they should use. That that's not. That it shouldn't just go away. Hey, yeah, yeah, it shouldn't just be all right. That uh-huh. everybody lied to her. He's the flash. They had to yeah. do it. With Brista's life, she, you know, when she starts putting stuff together, that's when it'll all, you know, yeah. What do you think? The you know writers, producers, directors. What are they using her to say about bloggers? Do you think that's a thing? If the, if that's a if that's something that they're going with, they definitely made her to be a serious one, a, an actual journalist. You know, she wasn't working at the place in the beginning, was she? Yeah. She no, 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 no. Of, she was not. She was not. Right. She was just a blogger, and she got noticed because of her blog. So uh-huh. uh, I think they they painted the best light you can of what a blogger a blogger is a serious a one that takes their job serious mm-hmm. seriously and has some kind of integrity and, and journalistic uh, ethics and it got her noticed you know they, they told a real kind of sweet ice cream kind of story with that like hey just work hard tell the truth and you'll get noticed like, yeah okay that's yeah Again, it's it, in Central City. That's how it works. Version, yeah, yeah. And in Central City, it pays to be an investigative journalist, and they yeah. still the fact that they still have investigative wings, like so many uh, uh, papers and the ones that are left. But even the, the, the bigger ones, their journal, their investigative outfits. Their investigative wings are like two people. There's uh, that. The entertainment one is, you know, very uh, monstrous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, I think yeah, they're um, when they're on screen together, you believe it. You believe he cares. You believe, you know, she cares about him, even if it wasn't on that level for most of the season. Like the way they talk to each other is very natural. I think yeah, they they play off each other very well. Um, so those are you know. That's that's a love interest. Now, let's talk about Harrison Wells, or at least the, uh, you know, the the Harrison Wells that we see. Did you watch Scrubs? Yeah. Okay, so DJ's brother, which is yeah. when he when he came on, I was like, JD. Oh, JD, JD. Wow, it's been a while. Yeah, JD's brother. When he came on screen, I was like, Hey, I like that guy. Like he's super likable, and he's super upbeat. I thought one thing that they did with him that was really interesting, he was never upset. Ever. He either like had a straight red face flag. or a smile almost the whole time. Yeah. Yeah, red flag all day. Yeah, well yeah. <laughs> What's this guy so happy about, right? Chasing like this guy's about to like blow up the city or infect everybody with the thing and you're like, Okay everybody, let's uh keep it going. Like, come on, like you, you never, yeah. Especially or, if it's a, if it was a well, they didn't know him before because that was fifteen years ago. So never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but they didn't know him who he, and he was a different person. So yeah. 
again, I told you, this is one of the people in comics that I hate the most. He's just, he's so evil. How, and, how close did they stick with, uh, with that to the comic oh, stores? As far oh, as they, not, not only did they really capture him, but I think kind of the one thing that they, it would have been hard to play, is that I'm helping you, but I hate you. Because there was never any type of real disdain towards Barry. You know what I mean? Because in the future, he, he hates him. Like, Travis, this guy really does in the comics that put my hand through you and kill you thing. That's a thing. Okay. He has literally jumped around and removed people from time. Like, you know, just took him out. did to the, the journalist guy, or did he just... Did like, he the journalist him? guy... I remember he showed him, like, bits. Right? Didn't he, like, no, no, he buried he, uh, Wells' body. But didn't he, what did he do? Well, the journalist uh, guy, he just killed him, and it came up that he did. So he just found dead in his house. That wasn't like a dispose of the body type thing. So what do you mean, take people out of time? Like, I mean, like, like, just vanish without a trace, like, displace you. Like, pick you up in 2120 and leave you in 700, uh, like, in a, uh, in quicksand. You're out of here. <laughs> like he's a piece of shit. Like I can't. <laughs> he's so evil. Let me. Yeah, right. Let me. Let me drop you off in front of these dinosaurs. Like he's he's a piece of shit. Like he's he's really the dirt worst. And the thing about it was, again. What makes villains really good when they don't think they're the well, bad guy? As he's an assassin. If you could hire him to take out people, I mean, no trick. Oh, it'd be, no. oh, be great. But ex- uh-huh. except, except what are you going to pay him? Yeah, yeah, like what are you going to pay him? He doesn't need money. But yeah. But he's, yeah, it's it's all about the science for him. Like it really is. So what's his end game? Like what, what do you mean it's all about the science? Well, like, I mean, he's a guy who, you know, he discovered... Got, he got back home. Like he wants to get back to his time. What is Big Thing Twenty Four? Whatever. What is uh, whatever that is. It'll be interesting how they end up, you know, playing it. But like, even when he exists in that time, it's just him. Like, it's him being a piece of shit. Like, I, I don't know how else to really say it. Like, he's, you know, he's in the future. He's actually just like a fanboy. You know what I mean? He's, so, so he's, going, being able to live as a almost a god amongst men, as far as intellect and knowing, you know, the, the happenings of the future, kind of, you know, probably changed him a little bit. His personality, living on Earth or in this time for for twenty something years, I'd like a side story, like a web series of him making it back to twenty six, whatever. And you see what he does. And like trying to integrate back in, because he spent 25 years just being this condescending prick because nobody could match him intellectually and with the things he actually knew about the history of the planet and the humanity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As he goes back and he's just kind of back to being a fanboy and not the, not the dominant intellect in any scheme, of, uh, any measure of things. It's just him being kind of fumbling in that time and uh, having to get getting his, not come up and put Get knocked down a tag or three. Nice little two episode episode. You know, that would just give people like you just watch that 
back for 20 minutes and just smiles and he's getting, you know, slapped around intellectually by people and he's not this big, big sciencey guy that commands all this respect anymore. So, yeah, it'd be nice to see him get taken down. Eobard. And, I mean, even, like, like what it becomes in the future, like, the two families are against each other. Like, they feud in the future. Like, the the Allens and the Thorns have issues, okay? Um, and, you know, Thorn being, you know, yes. Harrison Wells heard... being reverse Flash is like, he's, he's a big fan. And then, you know, he's able to replicate uh, Barry's powers. Okay, it takes time off his life. He has surgery to make himself look like Barry. Like, he's that deep into it. So he ends up going back to try to meet him, but he ends up getting there after Barry had already died and then can't get back right away. So that's what has him in the present, like, you know, causing problems. That's how it is. But, you know, that's not a fun story to tell on TV. <laughs> you know, as soon so. as I heard, as soon as it came out in the middle of the season... That his name was, uh, that he wasn't Harrison Wells, that his real name. He still didn't know why, why did people think he was Harrison Wells. But when you found out his name was Eobard Thorne, I just said to his broad-ass Jeff, like, it's, shoot, uh, what's his name, Thorne? Iris' boyfriend, and just shoot him in the face and all your problems. Just, oh. Yeah, then you got it, exactly. But even, you know, since we're not following any let's go over show-for-show show format, the, the coolest thing that they did, you know, right there at the end was to have him to not bring his body out and to have him still in the room because he's going to end up. Well, at least is what I think is going to happen. He's going to end up being Booster Gold. You familiar with Booster Gold at all? I've seen him on uh, Smallville. He was a OK. Asshole. So I didn't see him on there, but he's yeah, he's a ham and kind of a jackass who's like a time traveling superhero who has all this great technology that lets him do all this cool stuff. But he, you know, in, in the comics, he really is from the future. And then there's nothing for him to do there. So he goes back claiming to be this big hero and ends up actually helping out. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with that character, you know, with that. But yeah. Um, so who's, who's going to be Booster Gold, do you think? This is Eddie. Someone? This is Eddie. Eddie. Gold? Yeah. Because think about it. Eddie's... Eddie didn't. He's not still in that room when the thing explodes. He gets sucked into the into the time paradox thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's a great way to travel through time and exist out of time. And how? I mean, they did it for multiple reasons because you still had to have him. You had to have uh, Reverse Flash. All that he can't die. Drama. If he just bangs himself in the head and everybody just disappears, yeah. you know, it's like, oh, that's probably how it should have and would have gone. Yeah. <laughs> but you got this guy with his brains on the thing and, and then nothing, you know, no, you don't have all that dialogue with Iris and then with Reverse Flash realizing, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not, you know, you son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, so, I mean, to shoot himself in the heart. It was a little, like, Nobody does it. Nobody would. Nobody would be, would go. I'd rather a minute of knowing I'm about to die and all the pain and things that go with it to just boom it over. <laughs> Nobody shoots yeah. themselves in the ass just so they can have some dialogue with their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Whatever. 
Yeah, Ty got sucked into the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So he'll probably he'll probably still be around. I think they they did a good thing with again when he's the Harrison Wells personality. He's he's even and he's calm and even when he's you know he's got like the general like yelling down his throat. He's still composed always because he knows exactly how things are going to play out. But when he's when the mask is off and he's actually Eobard Thawne, that's a crazy man. Like his expressions, his reactions, like he's woo, that's a scary guy. And I think it's cool that they have two different like faces doing that. I'm not super familiar with like that actor who plays him. But yeah, that being like kind of his natural state and then him kind of finally giving in to like the emotions of the situation I thought was really cool right there at the end. Yeah, and, and the fact that he had to hold it in all the time, all that time and uh-huh. had Harrison Wells makes sense that when he's not Harrison Wells, he will blow and let all that out. I think like when it started, you know, you have the whole explosion and people don't trust you and people hate you. It was like it's off putting to see him being, you know, again, so calm about everything. And so, well, I understand why people react like this. And, that, and then you find out he did exactly what he meant to do. And it's like, oh, OK, that's how you don't lose sleep. But, um, you know, even when he um, like when he kills people, he says, like, to me, you've been dead for centuries. Right. Like, Even when he killed Cisco in the alternate yeah. thing, he's like, "You've been a son, like a son to me, and I love you." Murder. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. yeah, he's just, it's, it's, you know. He just said these nice things about him, and then put your hand. It's ends justify the means, like start to finish with him. Everybody's a pawn on the board. Right, so, and that's yeah. what goes back to my imagine him in that, not in that situation where he's not in control anymore, and he's not the dominant intellect. That would be really cool to see. Yeah. Even just for a few scenes. So I figure, I don't know, we might not see, like, Tom Cavanaugh, Harrison Wells again, except for maybe flashbacks or stuff like that. But, I don't know, I think, um, what do you think? If the show lasts five seasons, he'll be back what? Like, season three, season four? Like, Thawne as a character. Oh, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I think that would be something for you, like to probably have an idea. You would have a better idea, yeah. right? I just think, again, Flash's enemies are like, how do you carry a season with these guys? Okay, you know, or or, or the new bad big time guys for next year that they're setting up. Yeah, yeah, exactly. all three of them. I mean, it has to be three of them because one of those guys would be. But Snart is the personality. He's the main one. He's the, gets all the screen time. And his sister and brother. And is that even his brother, the fire guy? No, it's not his brother. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Um, even those two are just there so for one-liner and to kill people. And they're, yeah. they're very limited. I'm not even calling them powers. They have guns. Yeah. They have guns. Their power is their trigger finger. Really. Yeah. I, I one thing I always I had a problem with throughout the season was the way and I know Cisco will get to him in a bit. He's a genius and a tech tech god and all that. But he was she was like, yeah, um, can you make me a gun that shoots gold? He's like, I think I have some ideas. Like, and like yeah. two hours there, or at the, you know, at the end of the episode, he's got this. I, 
already have this gold gun. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, yeah. the prototype, the testing, you know, like, well, I mean, blow up in her face and she's dead. And then, well, yeah. But then what you find out, and like I said, we'll get to him, um, there's just so much more to him than just being smart. And they just don't, they just do, they allude to it and allude to it and allude to it and it's really smart. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll get to him. Let's talk about Joe, Joe West. I think Jesse L. Martin is, like, if you need an actor who always looks like he's on the verge of tears, so everything he's saying, like, he's passionate about it, he's the guy. Like, it's him. <laughs> you know who else, oddly, I could have seen in that, that, uh, that role? Who's that? G. McBride? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I always, I liked him. As, you know, he might be, at this point, a little too old for, you know, if they want Joe to be a you know, 50, 55 kind of age bed, but, um... But I think he could have uh, played that. But but he has to do like athletic things. Yeah. He has yeah. to wear he has to wear body armor and do like raids. Right. And I think you know all due respect to him, like if you look at like everybody on the principal cast, they're all super good looking, and in at least decent shape, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that, yeah, that even, plays. Uh, even 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 Joe yeah Joe West he's a handsome dude. Iris mm-hmm. is obviously drop dead gorgeous. And Eddie Thorne, handsome guy, uh, even Flash and Cisco. They kind of, you know, and and then Caitlin. Is that her name? Yeah. The, the yeah. Scientist chick. Yeah. And her guy. Even the yeah. old dude and his wife. You know, yeah. Couple. <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah. I was like the old lady. Like she, she's kind of hot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think with Joe, um, he's well. One, I like how him and Henry play off each other. I, I really appreciated that. They're really good friends, and you can tell that they've been friends since they were, you know, kids, mm-hmm. you know, teens or whatever. It's yeah. I think Joe is, you know, he's probably the character in the show with the most to lose, like at all times, because, you know, for, you know, all intents and purposes, Barry's his son, you know, so he has to at least try to impart things on him, you know, to keep him safe. And then Iris is his daughter, and she doesn't have powers. So he has to do what he can to keep her safe. And then she's dating his partner. But he knows that he should, she should be with Barry, because he know, he's always known. Yeah. And then... He's a cop. He's, he's doing things that yeah. aren't by the book, you know, but, you know, his career yeah. is and always in jeopardy. There's his, yeah, there's his job. And then there's, you know, all those years of having to keep Barry even. Because his mom got murdered by his dad, as far as he knows. And then there's the guilt of, oh my God, it wasn't him. Right. You know, it's oh, like he right. deals with so right now. Much. I have to go look at this man in the face, who is my, who's been my friend. I never. He just was my friend who killed my other friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, even though he said he didn't do it, it really is a cop with no other. You know, but damn, like. Did they have, in that scene where, with Joe and Henry, did Henry kind of, didn't he, not absolve him, but he said, I don't, like, he didn't hold it. Again. No, he basically told him, because Henry, I believe, right. like, in this instance, is some type of scientist. Like, I think that's okay. that's what his job, or he's a doctor. I'm sorry. Okay. So, like, he, even though he knew he didn't do it, you know, he never faulted Joe for not believing him. Like, he got to, it. And then, 
like on the flip side, all Joe did was raise his son to be a good man. You know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, Henry never held a grudge as far as what they showed. Okay, before I lose this thought, since we're we're jumping around, why did Flash Future Flash in nineteen eighty nine tell Barry who had traveled there, you know, twenty fifteen Flash Barry? No. He said, uh uh-uh. uh. He saw him and said, Don't do it. Do you you want to talk about that now? I, I, I do. How? Okay. How, yeah. Okay. Please. Would that have so like here's the thing. Everything like just a yeah. time paradox loop that the world would explode as what? So here's the thing. If um, you know, my my parents grew up together, right? My parents um they went to like middle school, high school together, all that, right? Right. So what if my grandmother ends up, you know, live in a town over, because it's Maryland, and then they go to a different high school, okay? That's kind of a big thing. So here's what happened. And this is just, like, in one continuity, but it'll give you a good idea of of what's happening. So there's a continuity where Barry Allen saves his mom from a mugger um, who broke into the house and killed her, like like home invasion, right? So he saves her. And every now and again, he just does, like, one little thing different, so on and so forth. Long story short, um, Bruce Wayne ends up not landing in Kansas, and the military finds him and buries – not Bruce Wayne. uh, I'm sorry. What's – you know, Superman. Clark Kent. Ends up not landing in Kansas. Um, he ends up getting there a bit later, so the Earth spins a little bit more. The U.S. government finds him and buries him underground. Um, when Bruce Wayne's family is attacked in an alley, Bruce and his mom are shot, and Thomas Wayne becomes Batman with guns. And Aquaman and yeah, uh, yeah, Thomas Wayne, the dad, becomes Batman, and he becomes an awesome Batman, but he becomes Batman. Okay. And yeah. And Wonder Woman and Aquaman have an affair, and somebody ends up killing uh, Aquaman's wife, he thinks it's Wonder Woman, and they have a war that destroys the planet. All because Barry Allen saved his mom. Holy shit! (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. Wow! Yeah. So, yeah. And again, that's only one continuity, but, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> My thing is, when you're, and I understood it, I just, I, and he had to help, he had to hold back. He saw tears in his eyes when he realized, okay, I'm not going to save her. And then he went and talked to her and hugged her and stuff and told her he was okay. And, um, so she, at least she died knowing her son grew up and was okay. Uh-huh. Um. But I always think in those situations, like, because you know my obsession with time travel, what if I, like, you would have to be willing, if you wanted to change something, you would have to be willing to go back and live those years over. There's no way you can change something and then come back and it not know, and oh, all those memories just magically going to be there. Yeah. And if I wanted, my whole thing, I should have took blah, blah, blah to the prom. <laughs> you know, just to make something just that silly. Yeah. 
you, you know, uh, I have to be willing to go back and live as 17-year-old Travis and do everything I did from there. Even with the memories, Bob, whatever, I don't know. That gets into weird stuff. But you can't save your mom and then run back to 2015 and, and what, insert yourself into life at, with your mom for the past 15 years and, and no Iris or at least no that level, no Joe and Iris and all that stuff. You don't know, you don't know your life. You don't know your own. You're a different person. Have you seen, you haven't seen X-Men Days of Future Past, have you? No. Okay, so in a similar vein, Wolverine goes back in time, he fixes his thing, and then when he comes back to the present, he he knows what his life was before he fixed everything, okay? He knows everything leading up to that. He knows he fixed the past, so when he comes back, there are people alive that died in his continuity that are talking to him, and he's struck. Out, and yeah. then yeah, and then when he gets to Professor X, who can read minds, he remembers all that stuff that happened that Wolverine came back to the past to help him. And so it wasn't until right then when he got back that he realized he had to catch him up on everything. Which is my way of saying nobody knows how to do it the way you're saying, even though that's how it should be. Because the memories were gone. He just right. knew Everything he had lived up into that's what I said. I unless you come back to yeah. your continuity, into your t- back to the present, that's all changed now. And it's somehow through you know universal forces or whatever, those memories are. You go, oh, I remember what I did when I was fifteen or whatever. And even though I changed things from when I was, like, mm, that's that's even like nah, that's you can't just no, that don't, that don't fly. So yeah, I, um, you have to catch up, and you can't do that. Somebody had to say it. Um, I didn't like that it was Joe or Henry that had to choose sides on it. But I was very surprised when Joe was the one that said, go back and save your mom. I was very surprised. Because he knew like, that he wouldn't be able to rape. Obviously, he would, he would keep his dad. And... Yeah. And which is, which is again, like he's the de facto dad. Like he, I, I love Barry so much. I want Barry to be happy, even if it changes my life. But then, what was weird about it, like we're talking about, Iris's life then. Like, there's, again, nobody knows all of the ramifications. Like, they didn't see, you know, Batman uh, be Thomas Wayne instead of Bruce Wayne. Like, they don't know. But, you know, I I thought it was great that Henry was like, you know, don't do it. Like, this is the way things are supposed to be. Because, I mean, being realistic, he could take Henry, he could rush in, take Henry, put him on an island, put him with a big stack of money, and he can sit there for the rest of his life. You know, that's... There you go. He's good. He can be like the guard on that island where Arrow ships all his enemies. You know, but it's not what he wants. Like, Henry is super decent. He wants it to be the right way. Like, he realizes him being there led up to his son, you know, being able to do these great things. And he's like, yeah, just, you know, don't change any of this. And then, like you alluded to, like the message with um, let's see, the message with um, him and his mom at the end, like that was super good because mm-hmm. he got to see her, and she was like, you know, you look like my dad, you look just like my dad. And they got to have that conversation. It was it was really good. So, so when he said, when he let her know, uh, I'm who I am. I think the dad line came first before he said, I'm, 
time Barry and Yeah, exactly. So it was like it was probably easier for her to take and immediately understand what was happening. And the fact that she just saw what she saw as far as the reverse flash and flash running around her, uh beating her up and stuff in, in that lightning bolt thing that whatever they created. Uh-huh. You know, it, it wasn't a stretch that she immediately was like, "Oh, okay, you're my grown son." From she like, "Shit, okay, I'm dying. I don't yeah. know what the hell I just saw." So, all right, Barry, yes, you look like my dad. I believe it. Yeah. So, I'll ride with it. There you go. Good piece of writing. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about like the two big, I guess, supporting characters, Caitlin and Cisco. Yeah. Hey, Caitlin is. I don't know if dry is the right word. You know, she's she's clearly a genius. She clearly helps out. Um, she's very even keeled, and I think I, even I think helps out is a little dismissive of what she does. Well, no, 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 no. And I don't mean I, I would say help out. The same thing with Cisco, which isn't to right. you know. Okay, okay, yeah, mean sure. any of them. They're like yeah. staff that are very vital. Yeah. They do. <laughs> They're great. I I think um. Do you think the way she is, and I mean her demeanor, do you think a lot of that is because of losing Ronnie? She She's a lot more, like she internalizes a lot of things? Well, the fact that episode one, she lost them, and we didn't get to see her before, or a yeah. ton of flashbacks, or, or any of her before the explosion. And I don't know if they've made... I think Cisco and then in their personal kind of intimate conversations, Caitlin and Cisco, they might have alluded to how different she is, how maybe more reserved she is since yeah. Ronnie's death. Um, and I said from episode one, that guy's coming back. Soon yeah. as he said, I said I, they didn't hint at it. There was no reason to really know who he was. It's like. He's going to be too important. But she's too important to lose. He's going to end up being something, some kind of metahuman. And, yeah. um, and that was awesome until it wasn't with the doctor, with the old guy and, and Ronnie. Yeah. How they just, oh, we're, we're, we're not, we're separated. Oh, we, we want to team up and do our superpower twins thing. We, we can. Now that's kind of weird. Old guy. I, the doctor liking pizza was great. Oh, now he like yeah, yeah. But no, I think um, yes, yeah. she's you know of course meant to be a different character than like the women on the women on Arrow. She she's like she's she's played to be different because this is a more I'm not gonna say a more male centric show, but it definitely has a lot more male principal characters, okay. and so I think. To yeah, she's the only, yeah, probably the only, her and Iris are the only women yeah. main characters every week yeah. or, you know, whatever. And I think, occurring, but staff, yeah. character, whatever. Yeah. And I think, again, with, like, with the loss of Ronnie and them not, you know, over-sexualizing her because she she mourns that and she cares Under-sexualized about that. Under-sexualized her. Remember when, yeah, well, yeah. when they did the thing where she... I don't know what was wrong with her. Was she under the influence of something? Didn't her and Barry uh, kiss, or her and somebody kissed? And uh, right, and was she, she was like the, the I know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and Barry, not Barry, kissed her, yeah. and she obviously enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> you know. But they're playing her again. I think they undersexualized her. Was she so stern and yeah, prudish yeah. kind of? 
so when that happens or when another female is sexual around her she's like, what are you talks, doing? Talks and she like gets all like tight and uptight and squeezed yeah. and punch up. So that's that's cool because again, those type of women do exist and we know we all know them. Yeah. Okay, and so the thing again, um I'm not sure you know about her. In the comics she's a supervillain. That's why I didn't understand you had Killer Frost question mark. Yeah. She's uh, a supervillain who has ice powers who kills people pretty regularly. Wow. Yeah. And, and so her and of course Ronnie being Firestorm, like it's gonna be interesting English, what they do with that. No. Oh boy, okay. Well, yeah. But again, you also have, you know, uh what is, is his name Heatwave in the show? Is that what they call him? Uh, Part of the tri- the gun, the three gun triumph. Yeah. yeah. So they already have that, and then they like go to bars that are like the fire and ice bar, you know. So you know, right. that's again Central City. Central City is very tongue in cheek, so there's that. Yeah. Um, and, and so let's talk about Cisco, who is like my favorite thing about the whole show. He got He's really like, interesting because there was always this. I always wondered. So nothing happened to Cisco. He's right there. No, and, and even Caitlin, to, to yeah. that point. They were yeah. all like, like okay. okay. But the idea that things are dormant and certain people didn't discover their powers until, uh, uh, until you know, circumstances presented them or it was ready like a, like a dormant or laying or hatching or whatever, something inside you. Um, so the idea that they used the time... Thing, time, not warp, but the day that didn't happen to bring that to bring that out was was really interesting. Like, oh, it's like at, at least like how they started him off. It's really like if if somebody who watched all these shows and somebody who like the guy who stands up at the end of the Marvel movie to tell everybody else to sit down because there's going to be something at the end credits. Like, that's who Cisco is. Like, he's a fan of everything that's going on as long as he's not dead or it's bees. Like, he loves this stuff. Like, I think um, one of my favorite things was the scene with those guys going to Starling City and him taking the picture with Canary after he, like, makes the thing for her. Like, yeah. That's really good because another really example in. of lightning fast genius abilities. Yeah, yeah. I just I, I think I have something. I think I, I have something in mind for that. But yeah, he's it's like, it's like Vincent just has a bunch of pre five you know, Vincent nineteen ninety five, ninety four with a bunch of pre five gimmicks, uh just copyrighted and uh ready to oh this guy came in, oh he's the goon, put him in a hockey yeah, Slap it right he's on him, exactly. Vincent. He just got a bunch of stuff just ready to go for people. Yeah. I think the stuff with his brother was really, really good in that, like, we have this guy who is, you know, for all intents and purposes, of course, with a team of people, but he's saving the city left and right. Like, what did his brother do again? His brother, um, he was a pianist. Isn't that right? Right. He was a, he was a concert pianist. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the mom and them always, yeah, because he had to, he was the blatantly talented, the one that had uh, artistic talent, which is uh-huh. obviously very on the surface and the one that had talent that could uh, sustain generation which is knowledge and intellectual talent mm-hmm. got kind of ignored but no I think 
again, um, when he's in the car with Roy and Diggle, and he's just, you know, he's gushing over everything that's going on, and they're just kind of looking at him like, hey, come on, man, like, it's life and death out here. I think, you know, him, for, for the most part, you know, having fun with it, like, really getting to be, you know, like a scientist and a kid at the same time, really enjoying everything that's happening around him. But then, like, when it gets serious for him, you genuinely care about him because he's the guy you've been having fun with the whole time. And so, you know, you have that relationship with the three of them in Wells, with the two of them in Wells. And so even with Caitlin, like, I feel like a lot of her character was based off of, you know, I lost the person most important to me, and the person responsible for it is my mentor. Like she's and she's constantly torn. You know, like she's it's it's always it's, going on. Again, it's the building and stuff that I I participated in the launch yeah. of the thing that hurt so many people, and including killed supposedly killed. Uh, you know, man, I love. And you yeah, think that's a, it's all types of. Uh, it's all kinds of tears each yeah. way. And you you think it's your fault all this time, and then you find out it's not. I think they did a good thing, even with her, making her the last one to kind of not believe Wells could be responsible for anything. Yeah. You know? That was good. Um, So, no. So, Cisco's character, of course, on this show for a long time, was just a guy, just a super smart guy. But he's also, like, a superhero in the comics. And his name is Vibe. Yeah. And, so and kind of, you know... Is that that that... Those, so those powers, he has, he has mental powers. Well, kinda, but it's more like like physical, like like hence the name. Um, he basically, when Wells tried to kill him, and you know basically vibrated through him, and it caused him to kind of see around that. That's kind of an effect on his power. Like basically course like in the comics like he's a guy who can kind of fight but he's vibration manipulation okay um so when you put your hand through a guy with like that those kind of powers he's going to be able to see kind of the remnants of that timeline is what happened okay so it doesn't necessarily play into like his intellect like per se okay. but yeah, that, that's kind of what that was. Like, once that happened to him, like, he can still feel that, you know, based I was gonna on say, what his powers Before are. even all that, he was the kind of the feels guy of the show. Barry had his yeah. emotional scenes. But, but Cisco was the guy that could get, who seemed like, oh, he's a sensitive guy. Like, yeah. with, his, with the things he loves. You know, if you said something bad about his favorite show, he's go- like even when they would reject his name, ooh, you're yeah. gonna be Mr. Cold. They'd be like, you know, shut up. He would be like, yeah, and he felt away. Yeah, kind of, you know, add some levity to the damn situation. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you know, so he was the kind of feels guy. So yeah, so vibe, and he's like the, his his powers are based off of vibes and feelings and 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 and, and based in emotions. That's that's. Uh, that's fitting. Yeah. Okay, so what we'll do, um, we'll get into some of the villains on the show, um, some of the things that happened during the season, and some of the Easter eggs that I left on in part two of this. Sound good, Travis? That's it. All right. All right.